Welcome to the Leap Lessons Podcast with Gino Wickman. Gino is devoted to helping entrepreneurs in the making get a huge jumpstart when making the entrepreneurial leap. The Leap Lessons Podcast provides advice and action steps from Gino and other successful entrepreneurs to give you a clear, simple path to start a better startup. Are you ready? It's time to leap. You've now confirmed that you have the six essential traits and you are an entrepreneur in the making. If you don't know what I'm referring to, please watch the six essential traits video because you want to confirm that you absolutely are a true entrepreneur. You can also take the assessment on the website. That might help you. That's free and downloadable. With that, we're going to talk about the nine stages. And the idea here is to greatly increase your odds of success when you take your entrepreneurial leap and to help you eliminate half the mistakes you're gonna make. You still need to make the other half, it's all part of the learning process. So here are the nine stages. Stage one is generating cash. Okay, and so the idea with these nine stages, I did the best I could to make them linear and sequential, but that's not always possible. And so it's not gonna perfectly go in nine perfect stages, but what I did is the best I could to anticipate which one might come first. But this one is absolutely number one. And what that means, your job in taking your leap is you've gotta generate cash. Nothing happens until you generate dollar one. And so you asking your mom or dad or significant other or best friend or someone else in your life about your product and they tell you they love your product, that means nothing. You need to make sure that people that are supposed to buy your product, people that your product or service is designed for, pay you money for it. And so all day, every day when you start, you've got to generate cash. And so simply put, the goal is to just sell one. Okay, so generate dollar one. And when you sell one, then sell two. And when you sell two, then five, then 10, then 100, then 1,000. That's the process, but you just have to obsess every day about generating cash. Everything else is secondary. Stage two is hiring an integrator. This was a discovery I made 25 years ago. And you as an entrepreneur in the making and your six essential traits, well, you're kind of a wild and crazy energy. And with that, you are a great idea person. You're a great grower. You're a creative thinker. You're always charging forward. And that kind of an individual doesn't always make for a great person that runs the day-to-day of the business, that holds the people accountable. And so somewhere on your journey, and this is the one that isn't entirely linear, but I want you to know about this now on the front end, you will have to make a decision on when you're going to bring an integrator role into your organization. This is a person that harmoniously integrates the major functions for you. This is your counterpart, the yin to your yang, where you're this wild and crazy visionary focused on growth. This person is, again, bringing discipline and prudence to the organization and getting everyone rowing in the same direction to free you up to be that entrepreneur. Now, somewhere from startup to 100 million, depending on where you're going, you're going to need this person. Most entrepreneurs don't have the luxury of bringing an integrator on because you just simply can't afford it. So I just want you to have the awareness because 
Unfortunately, until you have your integrator, you're the integrator. So you're going to both play that visionary entrepreneur role and be the integrator for your organization. The third stage is discovering your core values. And so this may feel a little superficial and intangible and esoteric to you, but it's vital if you want to build an organization that is sustainable with an amazing culture. And so what core values are is core values are just timeless guiding principles that you're going to build your company upon. Quite frankly, they stem from you. And so it's you determining what are your three to seven vital timeless principles when you have clarity around what those timeless guiding principles are. And again, it's just you soul searching. What are those three to seven things that define who I am at my being, at my soul? Once they're clear as you go forward, it's vital that anyone you bring into your organization, you want to make sure that they have those core values. That's what builds a culture. And this stems from a mistake most entrepreneurs make, which is where they bring people into the organization because they need a body fast and they just throw somebody at the problem without making sure that they're a right fit for the organization. And all of a sudden you find yourself with half of your people don't even embrace or believe or support your core values. And then it's just an uphill battle from there. So this problem you're heading off at the pass by discovering your core values. The fourth stage is holding yourself accountable. So there's no one that's going to hold you accountable. And it would certainly be nice to have an accountability partner or a mentor, and that helps. But at the end of the day, you've got to hold yourself accountable. And so here's a really simple way to do that. The day you start your business, just know the three numbers that you need to generate every single week. Just know your three numbers. It might be a revenue number. It might be an activity-based number. It might be a number of web visitors. It might be a number of video views. Whatever the number is, make sure you know your three numbers every week. And then if you want to take that accountability up a notch, find an accountability partner, let them know what your three numbers are and have them help you stay aware and hold you accountable to those three. And if you really want to take it up a notch, share those three numbers with your significant other. The fifth stage is communicating with your employees, communicating with your people, communicating with your team. This is such a common mistake that most entrepreneurs make because you start the business and you're worrying about all of these things that we're talking about and you're just going, going, going all day and you've got to sell and you've got to market, you've got to generate revenue and you kind of lose sight of your people. And your people are there because they are so passionate and believe in what you believe in that unfortunately the circles start to disconnect. Out of sight, out of mind. And so what's vital is that right out of the chute you start a, a communication cadence where you're communicating with each other and it's really simple, it's three simple things. Make sure you're meeting with your people every week. Make sure you're meeting with your people every quarter and do one-on-ones where necessary. If you just do those three things out of the chute, you will find those circles will reconnect and communication will be amazing. And when we talk about one-on-ones, that's just you deciding what is the frequency that works for each individual in your organization, whether you have one or 20. The sixth stage is having a plan B, C, and D. So I'm probably being a little extreme getting into D, but the discipline here is you have to know that your current plan is going to change. It's absolutely going to change. In all of my research, every entrepreneur, 
Mathematically, I think it's 98% of the time says that the plan they started with was not the plan they ended up with. So your plan is going to change. Your plan A is going to change. And so you've got to have a backup plan. You've got to have that plan B that when you get your ass kicked, which is going to happen, when you realize something about your model doesn't work, you've got to make that course correction. You've got to evolve. And so you've got to go to that plan B. And certainly a C helps. And again, D is probably too extreme, but the whole point here is you've got to have that backup plan and be ready so that you're not starting from scratch when you get your ass kicked. The seventh stage is you staying in your personal sweet spot. You have a genetic encoding. You have this skill set. You have this God-given ability that is you as an entrepreneur. And the more that you can stay in that personal sweet spot, which is things like focusing on growth, the vision for the organization, selling, marketing, focusing on the product, focusing on the service, focusing on the customer, those are all the things that you're genetically encoded to do. And the things that you're typically not is running the day-to-day, -day, managing the people, managing finance, managing operations. Obviously, at first you have to do it all, but the idea is as your organization grows and every time you bring someone new into the organization, make sure you're bringing people in that are going to handle the things that you're not great at. So you stay in that sweet spot and keep elevating yourself to the things that you are great at and your organization will continue to grow and grow and grow and you will continue to have more and more and more fun. As opposed to what happens to most entrepreneurs, they start that business, the business grows, they're throwing people at the problem and they find themselves getting pulled down into the organization, doing all those things that they don't love to do because they're not getting out in front of this thing and protecting, again, their personal sweet spot. The eighth stage is preventing your business from getting away from you. As we talked about in Glimpse, and if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, please watch the video on Glimpse. We talked about you figuring out and knowing the business that you're built for. And let's pretend you decide what you're built for is a $5 million jewelry making business that is high end with 50 employees. And that's kind of what you're built for. Well, what happens sometimes is it can get away from you. Success begets success. You're gonna get distracted by a lot of shiny stuff. And so the more successful you are, the more things start to shine. And all of a sudden, if you don't take control and you don't stay true to your boundaries, you're gonna find yourself potentially having a business that's two, three, four times the size. You're gonna find yourself in multiple businesses. You're gonna find yourself in multiple locations that that may not be what you're built for and it's just simply not gonna be as much fun or quite frankly, you're going to implode. And so the point here is stay true to your core. And the ninth stage is capitalizing on coaching, training, and mentoring. Simply put, being an entrepreneur is a journey of growth and learning and it's never ending. You've got to stay cutting edge. And so you've got to capitalize on reading the great books that are out there. And on the website, we have a list of a lot of great reads. It's listening to podcasts and we have a list of a lot of great podcasts. It's reading blogs, but it's 
capitalizing on the information that's out there. It's getting coaching. It's becoming a part of organizations like the Entrepreneurs Organization, YPO, Vistage. And again, I'm not going to rattle them all off. They're all listed on the website for you if you want to look at what we suggest for you. But the idea is just to constantly keep educating yourself, constantly train yourself, find mentors so that you're staying ahead of the competition and keeping yourself educated. So those are the nine stages and we move through them very quickly at a high level. And so if you want to do a deeper dive into those nine stages, read Entrepreneurial Leap or watch these videos. Thank you for listening to Leap Lessons with Gino Wickman. Gino is devoted to helping entrepreneurs in the making get a huge jumpstart when making the entrepreneurial leap. Are you ready to leap? Visit e-leap.com today to learn the simple path to starting a better startup.